One witch is powerful. A coven of witches is unstoppable. Want to go deeper in your craft with the support of your basic witches? Then join our coven on Patreon. We have three tantalizing tiers with ad-free episodes, shout-outs on the pod, monthly card pulls, and girl talk, where you get to connect with us one-on-two. So, are you a basic witch, boss witch, or our best witch? We can't wait to see you in the coven. Hexo, hexo. Basic witches. I mean, we're witches, <laughs> basically. Witch, please stop subconsciously hating yourself, shoulding all over yourself. And for the love of goddess, stop thinking you have to do it all on your own. This witch is haha here to help. Find me on sexandthesynchronicity.com for coaching, courses, card pulls, and deep XX exploration through erotic art. Fortune favors the bold, so be bold, be that witch, and head to sexandthesynchronicity.com. Hey witches, Leah here. You know my all-time favorite thing to talk about is manifestations, synchronicities, and going for the goals. So if you're ready to put your feminine energy in the front seat and whoa manifest some sh Wait, are you really gonna bleep out sh I can't say sh This is my commercial. Anyway, what are you waiting for? It's can or never. Join my four-week manifestation course, buy my deck, art, and more by going to www.leahknauer.com. L-E-A-H-K-N-A-U-E-R.com. What is up, witches? You're listening to Basic Witches. I'm Rachel LaForest. And I'm Leah Knauer. And today in the quote studio, we haven't said that in a while, uh, we have fungi channel mushroom specialist witch danielle stevenson and i have never talked about mushrooms to this extent for so long before but it put the fun in fungi baby hell yeah and the silly and psilocybin and <laughs> we got we got the down we literally you guys got the download from mushrooms like uh-huh. oh also if you are not on patreon yet get on there because this was a very very visual episode she shows us Danielle, the coolest mushrooms like we saw a turkey tail and the other one we saw like <laughs> one that looked like a fucking city like yeah you're gonna want to see the visual on that so if you haven't already join the patreon and while you're already online you can give us a follow at basic witches where you can find all the goods you can give us a five-star itunes review you can help us out and i think that's something you're gonna learn a lot about on this episode Mm, how mushrooms help us out yes and how if we work together in this little network of sharing our own data and resources we see that life is abundant and the universe always provides and I know you're going to fucking love this conversation with Danielle Stevenson. <laughs> love it. Where are you located, Danielle? I'm in Riverside. So okay. about an hour outside of LA. Nice. Mm-hmm. Nice. Are you in LA? Yeah, I am. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I'm cool. back and forth between LA and right now I'm in Eastern time. So it's very dark here. <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I noticed that. That's the difference. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. So are, are there, you, a... are you from California? No, I'm actually from Canada oh, um, oh, originally. Cool. <laughs> yeah. So, and I'm here, I moved down here for school and um, yeah. And then probably are you studying mushrooms? Yeah. <laughs> so, so explain to us like your title. Silly Simon. <laughs> <laughs> so, right. So I'm a, I give a PhD student, um, in environmental toxicology actually right now. Um, so I study fungi in remediation actually. So dealing with, um, toxicity in the land um yeah and so but I 
I also have a mushroom business, DIY Fungi, and I've been working on, on that piece for more than 10 years, um, just offering a lot of education and telling people about mushrooms and all the amazing things that they can do. <laughs> Ooh, is DIY yeah. Fungi like to grow your own? Yeah, exactly. So to grow your own mushrooms, that's how it started. Um, and then just lots of research and um, action as well. I, I was offering mushroom cultures too, because that's what people need to grow their own mushrooms. Well, what I was going to ask next was, you know, our audience is going to think that we are talking about shrooms. So right. let's clarify what your work is in. Oh yeah. So my work is in uh, mushrooms. Um, so like, I don't know, introducing people to just all the cool stuff about fungi um, and all the applications for food, medicine, um, the land and things like that. But not so necessarily sorry. tripping. No, that's not, I, yeah. I, I'm sorry. <laughs> that's not as, that's not my area as much. I'm so sorry for the, um, miscommunication maybe on that I know you're not I know you're not yeah. I'm just clarifying for our audience because they're yeah. gonna see mushroom and think knowing us two me and Leah like, <laughs> yeah we're more totally. the experts on that you're the expert on the actual <laughs> plant <laughs> totally yeah so what drew you yeah. to mushrooms in the first place um a bit of a different a different route to mushrooms than than some folks I I was actually doing work um, in communities with soil and soil health and growing growing food and found out that um, some of the sites we were setting up gardens on, like elementary school gardens and things like that, um, had contaminants in the soil. So I, yeah, I was like, what do we do about that? That's not good. And um, I saw this TED Talk might have seen on six ways mushrooms can save the world. No, it was, it's cool. kind of old. It's kind of old now. But I, at the time, I was like, okay, I need to learn about mushrooms and fungi. And um, yeah, so I started. I mean, I learned that to work with them in any way you have, uh, like for the land, for soil, um, you need to know how to grow them and how they live. And so I, I started growing them, and then just became completely enchanted. And oh. um, yeah. I was like, okay, I can, are, I can see that. Yeah. I can see yeah, that. And, and then that changed my life. I, I would have never guessed that I'd be like a fungal ambassador, I guess that sounds kind of <laughs> funny, but uh, yeah, but I used to do other things and now I mostly <laughs> tell people about mushrooms and, and work with with fungi. So, oh, yeah. and they, so cool. they like communicate to each other too, right? they yeah. talk how yeah. how do they do that so we can't see uh this but underneath our feet you know in the ground um and connecting most plants and most trees in forests are is this network of so what's called mycelium so that's the actual living breathing organism um that you know mushrooms from psilocybin to uh you know, to like edible mushrooms and other kinds of mushrooms, um, they're like the fruit, they pop up off that mm. big web of mycelium. So um, it's kind of hard to imagine what it would be like to be a decentralized organism. You know, they don't, um, they don't have like a center, you know, we have our brain, it's like the center, central command, um, but they're, they don't have a brain. Everything is all spread out in this web that lives underground. And so um, these webs of mycelium actually are some of the oldest living things on earth. Um, there's one in Oregon that's more than 2000 years old and it's more than 2000 hectares big. It's vast. What's um, a hectare? Uh, let's just say acres. Okay. There, okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so it's just really big. It's just really big and it's alive and it, um, breathes oxygen like us and it's really old. Yeah. There's all this stuff that we have in common with fungi, but anyways, so how they communicate, I mean, they communicate because they're actually just like one organism, you know, it, it looks like a bunch of different 
things, but um, yeah, they can be vast. And what's extra cool, and that's what you might have uh, heard of as well, is that um, because there's these type of fungi that connect plants and trees, they actually um, trade sugar. They trade with plants um, to, you know, to get uh, the food that they need. And they also trade information so that you might have heard of like the wood wide web or um, mother <laughs> trees. Awesome. There's all it's like coming out now all this cool stuff about how these what are called mycorrhizal fungi that connect to the roots of plants um, help trees and plants communicate over vast um, distances. What kind of information wow. do they share in trade for sugar? Right. <laughs> um, also, just a side note, like, I'm still looking for someone who wants to be this for Halloween. I know this is a super, like, biology nerd costume thing, but I was like, I want to be, I want to be the fungus. I'll bring you water and, the like, you know, and then you just give me candy and that'll yeah. be how it goes. But, yeah, um, so, the, so in terms of information, they'll trade. They might say like, hey, you got to get your defenses up. There's some kind of pest on the other side of this forest. You know, plants have natural defenses, so that gives them a heads up so they can get ready. Um, there's also really beautiful uh, things I've heard to where these same fungi will trade more than just information, but they'll actually um, trade nutrients to help um, other plants grow. And so that's the concept of the mother tree, right? So like a tree will drop a cone, grow its little baby near it. Um, and through these mycorrhizal networks, um, will actually the mother tree will, will send uh, nutrients and things to the baby to help it grow, right? Because it's, it might be shaded out, it might not have access to light in this big forest. Um, and that's also been seen, what's cool uh, is that that's also been seen um, between like totally different kinds of trees. So like a tree that's having Ooh. a hard time, you might get some support channeled through the mycorrhizal network. So like a life. birch would help a maple or they don't care like Exactly, what kind. Oh, exactly. Actually, the example, like alliances. Actually, yeah. <laughs> but she's yeah. saying, no, there is no alliances. They're all shared. They're all one. Yeah. Like, yeah, like a Peace Corps. They are mm. non-discriminatory. <laughs> they have a lot. It's to wild that you're us, talking about you're talking about nature, but but the way you're describing is it truly does sound like what we've mimicked with technology and data and like yeah, cryptocurrency even like trading and bartering and information. It's wild. No, absolutely, and I mean it's pretty wild if you look up uh, what a mycelial network looks like, and then you look up like, you know, I mean, think about like how the internet looks and how other networks work. There's a lot of mimicry there for sure. Mm. I mean, isn't it also like that with like ants and traffic? Like it looks, when you zoom out, it looks the same. And, and mm. even, even our vascular systems, yes. like our veins, mm. it's all like yes. branches. Whoa. Yeah. Oh, for sure. okay. So do you, do you digest mushrooms every day? Like whether it's a mushroom tea or like in a salad? Mm, yeah, I love, I love uh, making tea or broths. I also take tinctures um, sometimes as well. Uh, yeah, and I love eating mushrooms too. What are some of What their, does it benefit? Exactly what I was gonna ask. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, so there's a lot of benefits and I feel like, so in some parts of the world like throughout Asia, there's like a six, 7,000 year history of using these, um, mm. using mushrooms as an important part of the diet for food uh, and also medicine. Um, like the reishi actually here um, wow. can show this gorgeous um, mushroom. It looks like that... a village. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it looks yeah, like one again. Of those Can we try these paintings on like wood of like a village? Isn't it wow. pretty? So it's also known as the mushroom of immortality. Um, so this is the kind of mushroom that emperors would send out, uh, you know, <laughs> troops to gather because it's such a revered mushroom for its uh, properties of, um, you know, supporting the nervous system, 
um, helping even um, support like um, it has kind of a calming effect. So, you know, reducing anxiety um, and then just amazing immune support as well. So um, there's, I feel like every mushroom has its kind of medicinal superpower. Um, you know, from the different psilocybin all the way to the medicinal ones and the ones we eat, like every mushroom has its unique way of helping us in mm. some, you know, and so, um, but then with the edible ones, there's, you know, they're, they're full of uh, protein, which is really cool. It's like a vegan protein, um, lots of yes. different vitamins and, um, minerals. And then even though, like, like you said, like the ones that you'd have on a salad that kind of seem maybe whatever, um, those like button mushrooms actually have activity against hormone sensitive cancers. So Ooh. they really all have, I think, something to offer. Um, all the ones that we can consume. Of course, there are some poisonous ones, mm -hmm. which, um, you know, and some of them even have a really special place in certain cultural traditions um, as a you know, as a psychotropic medicine and things like that too, like with the Amanita muscaria mushroom. Is psilocybin mm. um, the one that's, you know, the most common tripping magic mushroom? Is that one poison technically? Is that what's happening with that? That's a really good question. Um, I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm not sure what happens. Like, I like how that all works. Um, yeah. but that is another one that has, you know, such a profound history of use, um, throughout Mexico. How many, how many different kinds are there? Like hundreds, thousands? Oh, of psilocybin or of, of, mushrooms. of mushrooms. mushrooms? Oh, so many. And, and it, we only know like 5% too. So there's a lot more to, oh. to learn out there, but no, there's so many. Cause even, I mean, if you even pick one mushroom, like psilocybin, there's so many different strains um, mm. of psilocybin, and that's true for other mushrooms too. There's like to totally different kinds of reishi, different kinds of oyster mushroom, um, mm -hmm. and so on. So yeah. Why are some like, sorry, why are some more popular? Like why is portobello, that's like the biggest one that I can think of. Is there a reason? Yeah. I don't know. I, well, actually, I think that this, this strange thing happened in the West where, and, the, and this thing, like some North America included, where for a long time, there's been this fear of mushrooms, actually, this like mycophobia. And I think it really limit, and it's because you know, mushrooms are associated with death, decay, like the underworld, um, mm. you know, darkness, all this stuff that we don't love facing or looking in at. the Western and world, in yeah. the Western world. Yeah. Right. So, um, yeah, so I think that has something to do with it. And so there was a lot of fear of mushrooms. I mean, there's certain mushrooms uh, that have incredible powers of decay. Um, for instance, the it was called the train wrecker fungus. There's a, a mushroom that's actually related to shiitake. I don't know if you know shiitake. It's a yeah. really delicious edible mushroom. Mm -hmm. um, but it has a relative that will just like gobble through creosote soaked railway ties. And it was actually a, a threat to the expansion of the railroad out, out west in America. And so this, this mushroom and shiitake mushroom were banned for a while from being brought into the US. So wait, that's so yeah. interesting because I'm seeing like, oh my God, nature was trying to stop that expansion. Like nature yeah. did not approve the railroad system. And we know fucking the white men who ran that enslaved people from Asia where yeah. mushrooms are more revered. Yeah. So isn't that all twisted? Mushrooms might be anti-colonial. <laughs> I have think nature in general is. Gen <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, they have definitely been causing trouble um, by just like decomposing stuff. That, <laughs> that, uh, so yeah, so there was fear and, and misunderstanding about uh, fungi and, and mushrooms. And so I think um, <laughs> I think that's why we were kind of stuck with just this one, um, honestly, like 
pretty much the most bland mushroom. I love it, but it is like <laughs> probably the most bland mushroom <laughs> that Which there one? is. Portobello. The the portobello. Wow. And, the, oh, and so that's why they stuff it with cheese and shit. <laughs> yeah. So so I think we were kind of stuck there for for a long time, and now I don't know if you feel this too, but I feel like things are really opening up, and there's actually a bit of a um people are really getting excited about mushrooms, like everything about mushrooms, like the potential, you know, with psilocybin to um, work with them therapeutically to mm -hmm. treat PTSD, anxiety, depression, um, for folks who are um, maybe with experiencing a terminal illness, um, all these other, all these other applications right over to applications for fungi to clean up, you know, oil spills and contamination and contaminated soil and um and over into food where mm. we have these like delicious and super nutritious um mushrooms and then the medicinal ones which are actually there's certain mushrooms that um are incredibly um potent anti-cancer um drugs like a natural um option That's so there's insane. yeah there's so much it's like i know so many people who like me, you know, you start to learn about mushrooms and then you're just like, wait, what? <laughs> Black hole. You become like, yeah. Yeah. Like, what are some ways that you apply what you're learning about mushrooms into your life? Like, what do you, mm. what do they teach us? What should they teach us? I love that question. Uh, they, they, I think they teach us and model uh, interconnectedness mm. and, um, and living in a way that serves like a greater mm. system. Um, like with the, right. So another example drawing that kind of demonstrates that drawing on that um, example of the forest with these networks of mycelium, mm. um, They've also, the mycelium has also been um, shown to, at certain stages, like withdraw support from certain trees. And so in ecology, um, we learn about the really important cycles, right? The cycle of life and death, like things must die so yeah. that um, there can be more life. Mm. And so um, that's a really important part of life. And I think it's not just those fungi, those mycorrhizal fungi that connect trees that demonstrate that, but um, all the decomposers, like we wouldn't have soil if it weren't for these guys. And they are constantly breaking stuff down, <laughs> everything from like fallen trees. I just trees. imagine them being like, I just imagine the mushrooms being like, you're such a com decomposer. <laughs> like you're such a poser. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so they break down all this stuff and like from again, you know, from like the fallen leaves to um, oil and garbage and plastic, literally, and things like that, the things they, they, mm. they, they like break down what we don't want, like what has been discarded um, and in doing so create soil and create food and create habitat for other life. So, you know what this is yeah. bringing up for me right now? Like I've been vegan for about a year and mm. I now feel a little bit like what's the difference between a mushroom and an animal? Because mushrooms <laughs> do have intelligence and it kind of sounds like mm -hmm. consciousness in a way. Yeah. Because that's sometimes for people the divide of like, I don't want to eat animals because they have consciousness or, you know, feelings, but Sounds like mushrooms kind of do too. And now I'm like, oh no. Like, <laughs> I have to eat, eat something. Yeah. Well, <laughs> luckily, I will say I totally agree with you. And then I would just say, um, eating the mushroom is okay. Just don't eat the mycelium. Because okay. the mycelium is the living part. Um, <sighs> if you ate the mycelium, it would die. But okay. the mushroom is just like an apple on an apple tree. So it's okay. their fruit. It's how they spread spores seeds and make more of themselves so yeah okay. you could I think you could feel I think I totally agree and I get like 
yeah, let's not kill. Let's like <laughs> save the forests and, yes. you know, the places where all this life um, lives, including mycelium and fungi. But yeah, yes. I think eating mushrooms, I think that they, yeah. That made me feel totally better that okay, I, now good. I get it. Now I get it. Cause I'm like, oh it, yeah, the, the tree wants you to eat the apples so that the seeds uh -huh. get shit out and spread. Like, like the exactly. gift. Yeah. Yes. So yeah. this, this part about the mushrooms deciding, which sounds kind of like a Sophie's choice to like withdraw nutrients from certain trees uh -huh. and basically deciding that these trees are going to die. How does, how do they know which ones to pull out from? So they seem to to pull out um, from, um, I'm just trying to think of like, if I should use the, like how to, how to describe this, but so um, in ecology, we talk about uh, succession. So it, it, it ties into those, just those natural cycles of, you know, growth um, and like increasing complexity leading to collapse, like some kind of um, collapse and then reorganization um, and and then growth again. So it's like mm -hmm. these sort of cycles um, in natural systems. And so there are always, um, you know, there are certain plants that are are early on in that stage. They get in there and they build the soil um, so that longer lived trees like the big old you know oaks or sequoias or whatever those big long lived trees um can even grow um and so but they need to make space for those like other other you know big trees to come in for instance so it's like these you know these fungi um, withdraw support from what are called those those early trees those ones mm. that are in there they have their place and time, they build the soil. And then actually, if they didn't kind of like move out of the way, we wouldn't have, um, the whole system wouldn't be able to grow and progress. And there wouldn't be those like big old trees that get to grow too. So Oof. I just bring that up because it's, it's like, well, like you say, Rachel, it's like, yeah, definitely seems to demonstrate some kind of awareness yeah. Of a greater, of a greater system. Yeah. What would be your dream? Like if you could talk to mushrooms, like <laughs> if you could actually get direct answers back from them, what would you want to know? Whoa. Um, well, I, to be honest, I, when I started working with mushrooms, like I was growing, right. They were all around me. Um, like in my house and stuff. I actually started, I started dreaming about them and, and, and things like that. And so I feel like it's sort of, um, funny to say, but I do feel like, and I mean, and I don't know, um, if you've had experiences with shrooms or anything where you kind of, you had, you kind of got to do that in a way, like <laughs> violently like, shaking my head. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So I'm trying to think, and I want to like, I want to hear from you too. Like, what do yeah. you, what would you want to ask the I, mushrooms? <laughs> I would ask them like, how do we fix this? Cause they just yeah. sound like ancient wise beings. So I'd mm. be like, how do we fix this? How do we fix yeah. what humanity has fucked up? Yeah. I feel like they might know, or they would tell it straight up. Yeah. Like, this is what you have to do. That, that's making me want, like the next time I microdose, that makes me want to ask them a question, almost like I'm doing a reading with shrooms and be like, what do the shrooms want me to know? Because oh, every I time that I have experimented with psychedelics, I just come out feeling peaceful and just colors are different. Grass is different. I just look at nature and just the sun, the fact that the sun performs for us every day, it just rises and then we just expect it to come back and it does. And just mm. how beautiful that is that we, we experience this and be, and shrooms like open my eyes to the beauty of nature. I hear that. I hear that so much. Yeah. And I, I feel like they've, yeah. Like when I learned that we wouldn't really have soil 
without fungi I was like what thank you <laughs> like yeah thank you yeah, right? you know like and it's not just it's not just that there's so many things um that are invisible to us right that like actually nourish our lives and so um I hear that so hard and Rachel I also I actually that is your question was along the lines of what my question my questions okay. have been and that's actually yeah. what like changed the course of my life where I was doing other stuff. And then, um, I was like, mushrooms, wait, how do we fix the world? <laughs> and then they were like, they were like, okay, <laughs> uh, we'll tell you and, and you'll do it. And so, um, that's so awesome. And so that's where I really got into the remediation. And so mm-hmm. the, um, can you explain what that is with the, it's with the contaminants, yeah. right? Where, okay. Exactly. So yeah, remediation means to resolve or correct. And um, in the context of, of the land or the earth, it, it, it means um, dealing with, I guess, pollution and contamination in the soil, the air, the water. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, so fungi are really great at helping with that because again, a lot of them are decomposers like they're definitely here to help, you know, they're like, they, I can't even tell Mm -hmm. you how many things like decomposer uh, fungi will eat Um, from like cigarette butts to again, like oil um, to, I don't know, just like plastic. There's some that Mm -hmm. can actually degrade plastic as their only food source. Um, We're constantly like, I mean, (laughs) yeah. So I definitely think, um, yeah, that that sort of that question, and then it really changed my path into this kind of earth work around remediation. Witches, we're talking a lot and learning a lot this episode about how much mushrooms help us. And we have a partner that also wants to help you better help affordable online counseling by professional therapists. I recently saw a meme, and I know that's not a good way to start like a factual thing, but I recently saw a meme that said one in five people struggle with mental health, but five in five people have mental health. So it is so important for everyone, no matter where you fall on the scale of quote, needing therapy, we could all use a little therapy. Oh my gosh, like that would make the world such a better place. And we would appreciate you all doing that work. (laughs) Um, And to show our appreciation, we've got 10% off your first month with the code BASICWITCHES. So go to betterhelp.com slash basicwitches. That's betterhelp.com slash basicwitches for 10% off your first month. We hope that helps. I have like so many questions that it's hard to like (laughs) grasp onto one. Um, so do you think the future or do they do this now, the future of recycling and, and composting is like, they're going to use mushrooms to do that? Or are they already doing that? I love that. <laughs> yes, that's part of what I'm um, working on. Because it's so cool to me that you can grow um, mycelium on different waste streams. So you can grow um, mycelium on toxic waste to actually deal with it, like to break it down to make soil out of toxic stuff, which is great. Um, Or you can, and or you can um, create materials, like you can recompose. It's like the decomposition, recomposition thing with these fungi, you can, um, yeah, recompose uh, waste materials that are non-toxic into materials that are can be used as you know brick like I don't know you can make anything (laughs) people are really exploring this space of like uh mushroom leather um different types of myco materials as replacements for styrofoam and other stuff like that but what's cool is that in the first place you can um it's not only like helping things by uh you know creating just better products, like creating things that aren't made out of like toxic waste stuff that mm-hmm. creates lots of waste in the landfills um, yeah. and plastic in the oceans. But it also is actually able to like grow um, 
like we we say substrate that's like the material that the fungus grows on and where it gets its food so you can actually like use waste as a substrate um are there and <laughs> and then just even further like you can also um grow these yeah vegan protein rich like medicinal nutritious food um mushrooms on other types of waste so agricultural waste um coffee ground, I grow uh, mushrooms for food on spent coffee grounds and stuff like that. Like, so yeah. Wow. <laughs> are there lot. corporations that are starting initiatives or joining initiatives to like make things more sustainable using mushrooms? Yeah, absolutely. There's, there's some, some bigger companies that are starting up now and some that have, awesome. that have kind of been leading the way um, in the space, in this micro materials kind of space. Um, yeah, my work is particularly, well, has been a lot around like, how can we grow, how can we feed people um, using, you know, materials from the waste stream that are safe? And how can we uh, remediate <laughs> and make soil out of the toxic materials? But wow. I think there's still a lot mm. of, um, I think there's a, a really exciting things to come. <laughs> wow. Do you think that mushrooms so have the cool. potential to fix it like that original question we talked about to fix what humanity has done <laughs> well this is interesting because i think that we can i don't think they can do it all on their own but i think that together we all can you know so mm -hmm. i think that sometimes um we all <laughs> we all might wish that things could be fixed you yeah. know like almost like magically and then um and I think there's a lot of potential to ally you know with with the fungal kingdom to to fix things oh, and I think kingdom yeah they got their whole own kingdom yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's amazing and, and I, I'll if say too I think this ties into um work happening and proposals happening on a larger scale around psilocybin um mm -hmm. there's you know the the book how to how to change your mind by michael pollan that came out there's a there's been some new um literature and just proposals coming out around also that maybe for some folks it's it's also helpful like the ways that mushrooms can help us change our minds so that we're more kind of on that wavelength that Leo was talking about where we're just like grateful we're like whoa you know the sun mm, gives us life like dippy. the earth yeah totally like we're like all connected and we you know it's true like, man yeah totally yeah so so probably the world would be better yeah. yeah probably that kind of mindset if we were all like if we knew that we were all connected and <laughs> You and, know. and therefore, I do feel like if mushrooms, if mushrooms had a sign, they would definitely be a Gemini because they're like the connector social. Wait, butterfly. Leah, this oh. is so crazy because before recording, I was thinking mushrooms are a Taurus because Earth. But then this is so funny. because now, oh. now I think Scorpio because death, I, rebirth and underground. Yes. <laughs> yes, I just love that y'all like it. think about astrology and stuff. I was like, and you brought up readings. I was like, <laughs> yes, because I wanted to say that, but I was like, I don't know. Is this yeah, well, real? What do you think? What do you think? I oh, yeah. Scorpio. And it's because it's because of the death yeah. stuff and the, and the like, yeah, the death, rebirth, darkness, and the intensity, the like not fearing, you know, the, the underground, darkness and being like, the darkness, yeah, let's yeah. go, let's go underground. Let's like really Is there a month it. that is there a month that mushrooms are really popping? Also, yeah, also November. Also oh, Scorpio oh time. My gosh. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Definitely so Scorpio. So funny, but I see what you meant, Leah, about the connection. Totally. Yeah, yeah, maybe, yeah. Maybe mushrooms have like a Gemini moon or like Three signs. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, definitely. And I will say too that like the vibe I get, and people always say this as well. I think there is something kind of like funny. I think that mushrooms are kind of silly too. Oh. I mean, there, really there's that, in. <laughs> right? So yeah, I could totally see that kind of. Gemini energy a bit um, and and also the yeah. Scorpio is in the sacral chakra which is creation and decomposition and yeah 
just going back to the death and rebirth. So that's another reason that makes sense. Do you feel like they're masculine or feminine? Okay. I actually, I have definitely thought about this and felt into it. And so I think that they're like hella queer. Like super like, yeah, yeah. Um, and, and other and other amazing mycologists, you know, speak about this as well. Um, you know, people even say that mycology is a queer science. I mean, so just to give a couple examples, like they completely defy categorization um, in terms of the sex life of fungi it is super queer. Like, so yes. there are some that are like, I would basically describe them as monogamous, right? So they're like, okay, we, you know, we're going to have like different like sexes essentially find each other. They swap nuclei and they're mated for life, you know, and then they, you know, so that happens, but also some fungi can have up to 30,000 different mating types. So it's not like just yeah so right so that's like when you're like hey everyone literally anyone everyone in the world I would like I would get I would get into that right so so that's a thing um there's also fungi um of different you know different types that will actually collaborate to reproduce right so an orgy yeah, so they'll like, yeah, so they collaborate. They're like, hey, do you want to make mushrooms like all together? <laughs> yeah. So there's just a lot. They're so queer, and I think like poly- some polyamorous and yeah. some some not, but they're just <laughs> the like best. completely. And you know what? And then they did totally just. I feel like anytime we try to categorize them, we're like, you're this or that. They're like, no, don't <laughs> label gonna, me. Like, your don't label me. Yeah. <laughs> so, so yeah. So there's, um, yeah. So for example, one of the types of uh, fungi that I study, they were actually thought to be asexual. So like they, it was thought that they just don't even have sex. And then it turns out that we had just never caught them <laughs> having sex. They do have sex. They They're might secretive. just be so Scorpio. Yeah. <laughs> so um, the mystery, so then, the intrigue. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Fuck when they're gone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, totally. I know. They're like, uh, I want to see, but again. you can't. <laughs> exactly. Wow. Yeah. Only when they want to show those, wow. the, well, the, speaking... the times they got caught, those fuckers wanted to. Yeah. They were like yeah, in totally. their exhibitionist. Oh, phase. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. So Scorpio. <laughs> well, speaking of signs, Danielle, I'm curious because we're recording this right after the Taurus new moon. Perfect time mm. to be talking about Mama Earth. Are you an yeah. Earth sign? Because that would make so much sense. <laughs> no. So I'm a Libra, but I have a lot of... Um, so all of my, so all of the, you know, my house of like daily life and work are earth signs. So nice. yeah. Okay. yeah. So I think that's the sixth house. What's your moon and rising. Do you know? Um, I'm double Libra. So Libra, sun and moon, Leo rising, Venus okay. and Scorpio. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, um, and then like a lot of Capricorn um, oh, nice. all over the place as well. I yeah. love that you know. Have you had any synchronicities or witchy experiences? Because obviously, like you're into this stuff. I am so into it, and I'm, I am. It's really neat timing for me. The invitation to come to come on this super awesome podcast because I've actually been not unlike you know the fungi, like pretty like subterranean with my witchiness and then it's just recently that I've been really called to like really encouraged to just like be real about it and be like yeah I definitely do witchy stuff (laughs) um yeah and so and I you know and I will say too that I think I think that fungi really uh changed me and really helped with that and people have said that about me I think it really like um, working with fungi and just learning from them helped me understand um, better, like, I don't know, amount that courage to face the darkness, mm-hmm. to face um, 
you know, letting go and like the necessary cycles of life. And um, yeah, I think, yeah. So I've learned a lot from the fungi and I definitely, when I started out, I mean, I, I already mentioned, but I didn't like, I didn't really have, so I took a weekend long course about fungi and that really helped me get started. But um, other than that, I honestly like, you know, people would ask me like, how did you like become an expert? You know, how did you learn so much about fungi? And I never would say like, well, from them, like I just, you know, I had dreams, but it's, it's true. I was like, I'm going to wait till I'm like an established, you know, Ooh. scientist, <laughs> and then I can be out about my woo. But like, yeah, I would fully, I learned so much through, uh, through having dreams. Like I would dream about them in the night and they would tell me what, what did they, they needed. tell you. What yeah. were the dreams? So stuff like how to fix the world, like stuff, <gasps> like, like really specific, like, you know, turkey tail is this one of my favorite mushrooms and it came and was like hey we really can help with like this is real technical <laughs> nerdy stuff but they're like we can help with organophosphates i was like oh great like you know like in water right. they're like yeah we can do I that have in goosebumps. water oh. you know <laughs> and stuff like that and so and i'm also part of this amazing community of witchy people as well and um really have been nourished by um, like, you know, doing meta, I don't know if y'all are familiar with like, you know, like herb circles or things like that, or, you know, yeah, almost like a reading, like Leah was saying. So, you know, I would do stuff as well, where I would actually take like a small amount, like sit with a mushroom, literally whatever kind of mushroom it was and, um, take a little bit, ingest a little bit and then sit with it and really like open myself to receive, you know, to like learning from that mushroom, like, what can you offer to me or humans? Like, what do you, you know, and so learning about some of their, what they're like, like a channel for mushrooms. That's what I, yeah, I have totally shied away from I'm blushing because I'm like, it's true. but but people sometimes say that they're like, yeah, fungal, a fungal ambassador or something. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so, yeah, so I think it's really, um, well, so that's yeah, a witchy experience. That's some witchy stuff. Yeah, Ooh. for sure. And, and mushrooms have really helped me with anxiety as well. And with other like personal work, um, as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How can that I access, so cool. like, is it just over the counter, these mushrooms that help with anti-anxiety? over the grocery counter yeah well so yeah so for anxiety I would really recommend reishi this gorgeous um mushroom that I I I showed um it's with a lot of mushroom medicines um other than psilocybin um you do need to take them regularly um over time to experience that different but you know what when I take reishi so you can buy it you can buy like tinctures or capsules of reishi um and yeah i would just really recommend like start by taking a small amount and just sitting with it and observing like okay what are how am i feeling for me with reishi i will feel a pretty um immediate like i feel my chest just kind of loosening because you know how with anxiety right there can be like it's tight your chest is tight you're constricted right and so reishi is really like okay. Like I feel, yeah, I feel kind of an instant, like chest, lung, just kind of like uh, relaxation. Um, and then another, you know, another mushroom, actually, I'm not sure the status in California right now, but I know that some States are, um, legalizing psilocybin mushrooms. Yeah. But anyways, but, um, that's another one that I think, um, with intention. Um, so in the past, I have really um, taken that medicine with an intention of like, hey, I want to, I want to face my anxiety. I want to work on my anxiety, mm. <laughs> you know, and really doing it um, with a strong intention mm. um, can be, can be profound, I would say in terms of, I mean, for me, again, with mushrooms, it's not always a it's a pretty like Scorpio medicine, I, mm-hmm. I would say, where it's not necessarily like, so for me, when I 
it was like, I want to work on my anxiety. You know, it wasn't like the funnest day ever. You know, it was yeah. they were like, they were like, all right, we're going to face it. We're going to yeah. like show you like what the fear that's driving it. And then we're going to show you the other way, which is that you are part of everything you know, everything is connected. Mm -hmm. Everything is life and death. And that's actually not, Mm -hmm. that doesn't have to be scary. It can be sensual. Like it got all like Mm -hmm. sensual and like, it was like, oh yeah, like being part of all these processes, you know, that are just totally natural. It doesn't need to be scary. It can actually be really freaking, yeah, sensual. Something that's just Mm -hmm. part of life that I can like drop Mm -hmm. into and be with and actually relate to in a different way. So my gosh. Yeah, that's beautiful. And I'm just like, I could just see this like hot mushroom in a dark room, (laughs) like, like the lap dance rooms at a strip club, like (laughs) calling you into this dark room and like, um, and then you get in the room and she sits you down and is like, now look at your fear. I feel very turned love. on for mushrooms right now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is exciting. Never thought that would happen. Okay. This is like synchronistic too, for me on the day we're recording this, because mm. I had a, a day, a lot about death. I went to my mm. family members wake today and, um, so obviously thinking about death, like I wore my, I have a necklace of the uh, patron saint of death, Santa Muerte in um, mm. Spanish. And, and then I'm doing this 24 hour thing where I'm just paying it forward, like any, anyone who needs help. And somebody called me wanting to talk all about death. So that was crazy. They didn't know I went to a wake today. Whoa. Like wow. that was the thing they wanted to talk about. And we got into like, where heaven and hell comes from like uh roman and greek stuff and how it became christianity and death and like all this stuff and then here we are again talking about death and rebirth on the same day like it's crazy wow synchronistic for me right now yeah well i applaud your strength and and bravery in in you know going with that and showing up to you know <laughs> yeah well it's the reason I have that necklace is because like I've had a focus on death for a while now it's uh, something I'm really trying to make not you know how the wet like you said the western culture is like it's a bad thing but all these other cultures it's celebrated it's talked about it's honored. Yeah, yeah there's these saints there's festivals there's you know day of the dead like all those mm-hmm. things so I'm yeah. trying to incorporate it uh, for sure that's beautiful. Well, we we usually wrap up with a reading. I'm wondering if you could do a mushroom reading. Yes. Yes. Oh my god. Okay. <laughs> um, should I grab my card? Whatever. Or whatever you're feeling called to. Hmm. Okay. Um. And what? What's the like intention for the reading? Mm. Is there anything? Ooh. I think um, clarity and hope is what came to mind for me. Clarity what do we need to know? But Rachel, what what were you? Well, say? it kind of relates to what I was going to say of uh, how to better face the death and rebirth, mm. how to handle really embodying that. Mm-hmm. Those go along together. Okay, so so I gathered some actual (laughs) mushrooms and mycelium and like different, um, you know, connected mushroom pieces um, to do this. And uh, in sitting with that, like, how do we, how do we deal with this? Did you say? Mm-hmm. Yeah. How do we deal with that? And you know, what do we need to know? I got so it was interesting. I was drawn to this little uh, mushroom. It's called the artist conch. And so, what's neat about this mushroom is it has growth rings. And so, um, you can literally count like it has a ring for each year. And so, they tend to be really long-lived mushrooms. And I. 
um, think of them as a grandfather kind of energy. Um, and so what this means, what this is offering, I would say is um, that everything, like everything has its time, you know, Ooh. everything has, um, has its Ooh. time and um, that we like, I don't know, having like having, having your time means that there's been a lot of growth, if that makes sense. So like, yeah, so that, um, mm. just that energy, I guess, of, um, oh, and then also something else that I'm getting is that these, these mushrooms often are way up high because they live like in the forest, um, tall on trees. So there's something too about just perspective. And also I think I'm getting, like, I'm not sure um, what folks' um, beliefs are around this stuff, but just that even after um, maybe passing from this, you know, physical realm that there's still, you know, there's still, we're still connected. There's still, mm -hmm. um, you know, with our ancestors um, and with those who may be watching over us in some way. Um, and then I also got this um, mushroom and this is one of my favorites, the turkey tail. And so what I uh, get from this is it's about um, togetherness and like, so turkey tails are always found growing together in, in big groups. Um, so they're very social. They, they do things together, they live together. And so I think there's something also about um, grieving together, grieving together and just like knowing that, um, yeah, we're, we're, we're all in this together mm. in some sense. It truly does look like a turkey tail. Yeah, it's aptly named. It really does. Um, that reading was beautiful. <laughs> yeah, that's so cool. I, I had, and then there was one more okay. piece, ooh, ooh. if that's okay. Yes, um, But I was also drawn to this one. And this, so this is actually a jar of mycelium. Um, and you can see that it is, it's weeping essentially. It, it's, you know, so I think there's also something about, yeah, about um, really like letting, you know, um, it. let it, just feeling it. And um, the other thing that's really, interesting um is that these these liquids are actually how how this organism digests its food so With tears? I think, so in that sense like i i Definitely get scorpio that, right <laughs> but i just i get i get the sense that it's like actually processing and like integrating um comes through first like expressing you know Ooh. yeah so that's good <laughs> advice these mushrooms are and your wow. channeling is amazing <laughs> yeah that's fine why is it weeping like science wise what causes science it to wise weep? it's it's hungry well yeah it's basically it's like please take me out of this jar and give me more food um okay. so it's putting out <laughs> it's putting out um enzymes to try to like eat oh <laughs> trying to gosh. eat um oh. but Scorpio yeah. sauce it's made from tears <laughs> you can put it on anything <laughs> yeah salty <laughs> oh I, God, I, it would be <laughs> I will say also something so beautiful is that honeybees actually visit to sip on this stuff and it helps their immune systems oh <laughs> it's like yeah so these so mushrooms wholesome. are medicine for more than just us oh mm -hmm. fucking beautiful thank <laughs> you so much i've never talked about mushrooms to this extent before this was fascinating yeah was my so mind fun. is blown oh let's so each fun. say something we're grateful for a basic blessing Ooh. and first if people want to find you, Danielle, or find the business, where can yeah. they go? DIYfungi.blog. Yeah, and I'm on Instagram too, and just DIYfungi um, or Danielle Stevenson. And yeah, Facebook as well. Same names. Perfect. Okay, now we can take a moment to be grateful. 
give our basic blessing. My basic blessing is cozy, soft blankets. Mm. My basic blessing is the community of support I can lean into, like the like the last one you showed. Mm, that yeah. in grieving, I have a lot of community of support, and that's I'm so grateful. Yeah, I'm so grateful for you both (laughs) doing this really cool podcast and making space for people to, you know, share about their magic. (laughs) Seriously, it's cool. I love the podcast. (laughs) Oh my God, thank Thank you so much, Danielle.